This podcast is brought to you by eRadio. For more podcasts, check out our website on eradiosa.com or download the eRadio SA app from the Google Play Store. Enjoy. It's Sun for Medical Monday on eRadio and joined as always by Dr. Dylan Joseph. Today, talking about diabetes and the effects on the eyes. A big hello to you, Dr. Joseph. How's it going? Uh, very well, thanks yourself, Jan. I'm good, thank you. I'm ready for Medical Monday. Interesting topic today, Excellent. suggested by one of our listeners. I think let's just uh, start yeah. with uh, the definition of diabetes. What exactly is it? Diabetes is a systemic disorder, and which means the entire body is affected by it. But the main cause is a little organ that is inside our abdomens called the pancreas which underproduces a substance called insulin. Now, insulin is needed to bind or uptake glucose or sugar in the food we eat, and which is then used by our cells in the body as energy. And, and once that glucose has been uh, used up, it starts getting stored, or excess rather, is stored then in the liver in the form of um, glycogen. Now, in diabetes, the pancreas doesn't work properly. So it's not secreting insulin into the bloodstream. So what happens is when we eat, we've got naturally high amounts of sugar floating around in the blood. And that unfortunately is harmful for the body. So diabetes is typically separated into two categories, um, into type 1. And type 1 is generally your, your younger population. So it's earlier onset of diabetes. And then type 2 is generally your later onset, uh, you know, 50 plus, but often associated with comorbidities like high blood pressure, obesity, uh, heart disease, etc. So, yes, I'm certainly not a physician, so I'm not going to get into the systemic details of diabetes, but that's the broad uh, sort of definition of, of diabetes. Um, and, uh, and there's a number of different ways in which diabetes is then treated systemically depending on whether you're type 1 or type 2. But if you look at the data when it affects eyes, um, the majority, unfortunately, of type 1 diabetics by 30 years or so, about 90% of those people are going to have some form of problems in the eyes. Mm. They may be symptomatic or asymptomatic. And type 2, which is the later onset, um, has a lower incidence, but we've still got to watch that carefully. And uh, Dr. Joseph, how does diabetes exactly affect my vision? Uh, in a number of ways. So when the glucose levels rise, firstly, uh, diabetics can actually complain of fluctuation of vision so that things become blurred. You know, their reading, their distance vision becomes intermittently blurred as their glucose levels fluctuate. And the reason for this is the lens inside your eye, which we've talked about on many episodes prior to this, has the ability to accommodate or change its shape. But what happens with um, excess glucose in the bloodstream, that gets into the lens as well. And then the lens takes on additional water. So through this um, uh, gradient, it pulls water into the lens and causes it to swell. So it induces what we call refractive change or visual changes. So the patient becomes either short-sighted or far-sighted and their vision goes up and down and fluctuates all over the place, they're generally feeling unwell as uh, to their, their sugar levels are high. And generally, you mm -hmm. monitor this with, with what's called an HGT or a, a finger prick glucose test. Um, but the best sort of 
uh, long-term monitoring is what's called an HbA1c value that we, we get. Uh, we measure that in the blood, and that gives you a real good idea as to whether their glucose levels are fluctuating very rapidly or whether they're um, pretty stable and well-maintained. So that's one basic symptom, but the more serious complications of diabetes um, unfortunately hit the back of the eye. And why the back of the eye? Because diabetes affects uh, small blood vessels um, and the endothelium or the inside layer of these small blood vessels. So what happens is they eventually start narrowing um, and they, they reduce the amount of oxygen supply to the retina. The retina is an area that is highly vascular, meaning it's got a lot of blood vessel supply, um, and it it is it is highly dependent on on nutrients from uh, from the blood. And if we're cutting the supply off, we're starving the retina um, of of its vital nutrients. So diabetes can go through different stages. The the two broad categories are non-proliferative and proliferative. So in the non-proliferative, it's the early forms of, of what we call diabetic retinopathy or a diabetes that's affecting the retina. So it's either affecting the neurons, which are the nerves there, or the blood vessels at the back of the eye. So we can clinically then see this at investigation and we can classify you into different categories depending on the severity. Um, uh, we have to then look at this in correlation with your blood glucose levels and we have to manage this with your general practitioner or f- your physician. And, and the main form in the early uh, stages of the disease of treatment is then to try and get really tight control of your glucose because often you can stabilize this. So a lot of people initially are asymptomatic in the more severe forms of the disease, you can actually start seeing patches of the retina, which uh, now because they've starved of oxygen, start dying. So they they, wow. they they show what we call cotton wool spots or little white infarcts. You can start bleeding into the retinal layers. Um, and then in the most uh, severe form of the disease, because the uh, retina is hypoxic or short of oxygen, it actually starts developing very uh, fine, fragile um, new blood vessels which can rupture and unfortunately Oof. when they rupture or bleed um, this is a real problem because it can bleed into the jelly of the eye or the vitreous and you oh can have a word. sudden uh, a loss of vision um, in the eye and we can't see what's going on unless we use an ultrasound and often then you need a diagnostic surgical procedure to remove the jelly because there's so much blood in it mm. to see what's going on at the back of the eye and the other so that's that's a real a severe part but more than that, because of these abnormal blood vessels that occur, it, it starts forming scar tissue at the back of the eye. Mm. And the scar tissue crunches up almost like cellophane paper and then starts putting traction on the retina, on the light-sensitive membrane. And what happens when that uh, occurs? That membrane or that retina is basically like wet tissue paper. And if you start pulling on it, you're going to induce tears in the retina and eventually detachments. So the worst mm. form of, of, of proliferative disease is where the retina actually starts coming loose from the back of the eye. And this, yeah. unfortunately, then requires surgical intervention. Glaucoma is also associated with diabetes in the worst form as well. Because of these abnormal blood vessels that grow, they can actually start um, uh, growing in the drainage angles in the front of the eye. And it's basically like shoving tissue paper into a drain, but mm. keeping the tap on. And there's nowhere for the for the fluid to go to drain out, so uh, the pressure goes up in the eye. And these are often refractory to, to medical treatments, meaning drops um, and standard forms of glaucoma therapy often then don't work with these cases, and and these unfortunately end up with um, 
big uh, surgical procedures to try and reduce the pressure. And another part of the eye that gets affected by diabetes is the macula. Now remember, we've also talked about the macula being the area that controls your central vision, so reading, writing, fine detail. Mm. This macula area may get affected alone, or it may get affected in combination with the peripheral um, retina, the, the blood vessels, etc. Um, and and when the macula is affected, and the the, the typical symptoms of that are um, people start noticing um, a, a patchiness in their central vision. They can't read properly anymore. The, the vertical lines are lying skew, or there's a kink in them. They're lying wavy. That's the the typical uh, initial symptoms of of diabetic maculopathy. So in in yeah, in summary, it it affects blood vessels, it affects the nerves, um, and it can affect the macula, and it can range from mild to moderate to severe. Um, and it's very important clinically to pick this up uh, and to then uh, be very aggressive with the management. Dr. Joseph, uh, the damage, is it permanent or can it in any way or some way be corrected? Yeah, very good question. In the, in the early phases of the disease, you, you, you can control the blood glucose levels by uh, you know, increasing the insulin levels in the blood. And that's in conjunction with your physician or your general practitioner. And often in those mild forms of the disease, we can see regression of these little hemorrhages or bleeds on the retina, those cotton wool spots uh, or those areas of retina that have died eventually fade. Uh, and if it's not in an area that is threatening your sight, then generally, yes, that is uh, reversible and, um, and treatable. The mainstay of that in the early forms of the disease is tight control of your glucose. But once it starts affecting the uh, the macula, once you start developing these fragile um, blood vessels that bleed, this unfortunately often uh, results in um, permanent damage to, to vision. Uh, and then it's about trying to save what's left, uh, sadly. Um, but very often, people who are in this phase of the disease have got very poor control of their blood glucose. And it's often not the fact that the blood level of glucose is high, but more the fact that it fluctuates, it goes up and down and up and down and up and down. It actually does the damage to the eye. Yeah. And, and then it's just maintenance. Then we've just, uh, it's damage control. That's, that's what mm. we've got to then try and uh, look at. Okay. And can diabetics still have laser or uh, cataract surgery, Dr. Joseph? Um, yes. Look, uh, we, we need to get tight control of the, of the diabetes first and obviously manage it uh, as best we can. There's a number of uh, treatment modalities which we'll discuss just now. Um, on, on how to how to look at uh, making sure that we we get as tight a control of the uh, uh, the eye manifestations as possible before considering cataract surgery because unfortunately cataract surgery can exacerbate for example uh, the leakage of fluid in the macula in diabetic edema um, and uh, if if they've got well controlled diabetes it's certainly not a contraindication to laser vision correction so we've just we've got to have a thorough examination look at what their visual uh, acuity is meaning what are they seeing and what is their best correction that they're seeing and um, if all looks good and if they're well controlled we can certainly proceed with uh, with cataract or laser vision correction surgery sometimes in diabetics unfortunately one of the complications with diabetes as well is premature cataract formation and this can obscure the view of the back of the eye and sometimes uh, delay our treatment processes so in those cases we may be forced to do earlier cataract surgery even though the diabetes is not well controlled, just to make sure we can see the back of the eye clearly.
So, Doc, I think, uh, I hope we covered all the questions uh, that our listeners had uh, today uh, regarding uh, the effect of diabetes on the eye. But if there's anything else they would like to know and, or get in touch with you, yeah. how do we do that? Well, I think there is one more thing that, that in terms of the treatment, Ian, that we, mm. can, we can quickly run over, which, uh, you know, because it's such a broad area, um, uh, of uh, that, af- that affects the the entire eye. Yeah. Um, you know, treatment options for diabetes when it comes to the eye. Uh, one is cataract surgery. Uh, two, if we start seeing that there's leaking blood vessels at the back of the eye, we can actually do laser to the back of the eye. Mm. It's a very specific laser. It's called an argon laser, um, and you actually coagulate those blood vessels and you you switch off the blood supply to that area of the retina so it can't form new vessels. You can do soft laser around the macula as well to stop it leaking uh, fluid. And our mainstay of therapy, actually, what we do for most diabetics um, when they're either leaking blood vessels from new blood vessels or they've got uh, edema or fluid in the macula is something called um, an anti-VEGF injection into the eye. So an anti-vascular endothelial growth factor injection. Now, uh, there's a number of different uh, um, brands that we use and different frequencies uh, that we actually inject uh, these substances into the eye. But basically what it's doing is it's mopping up the fluid at the back of the eye and drying up the the excess blood and trying to really extract the fluid from the the, the macular area uh, to try and improve best corrected vision. And often on most of the diabetics, once you start injecting, end up with between 9 and 17 injections if you look at the statistics over a two-year period. So that's our, our, our um, sort of main modality of treatment apart from laser. And then, of course, cataract surgery if they develop cataracts. And then what's called a vitrectomy, removing the vitreous uh, if, it, if there's a, a lot of uh, blood in the vitreous and mm. then retinal detachment surgery, unfortunately, in worst case scenarios when, uh, when the diabetes is so bad that it actually starts pulling the retina loose. So um, those are our, our common approaches. In, in refractory uh, cases as well, you can use steroids, inject steroids into the eye to try and control the, uh, the, the leakage of fluid in, in the area uh, that controls the central vision called the macula. But we have a phased approach to this. And, and once you start treating a diabetic, uh, they are in the practice for a long time um, in terms of the, the treatment. But the biggest thing is they really need to adjust and modify their lifestyle, um, their dietary factors, their comorbidities, um, and get tight, tight control of their glucose. Interestingly, there's a number of modalities that uh, we're looking at now introducing into practices that uh, uses artificial intelligence. So, so, so we, we take a fundus photograph or a photograph of the back of the eye, we run it through the artificial intelligence, and actually that can stage the diabetes for us. And it, it prints out a, uh, a diabetic report, which then can automatically get uh, emailed uh, to the general practitioner or the physician. Um, and uh, the ophthalmologist uh, has a treatment program and keeps the physician and the general practitioner in the loop as well. So, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, great advancements in that field and um, uh, co-management is really important. So yeah, it's a big area. You're in a big, big area. Um, mm. But yeah, if you think you've got diabetes, uh, the, 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 you know, um, or if you have got diabetes, just make sure that you're, you're checked out um, by your general practitioner and your physician, your local ophthalmologist. Uh, to answer your last question, yeah, we're based in Nisner and you can get in in touch with us uh, via either our website, which is www.drdillonjoseph.com, 
our local landline number is 044-150-0085 and Mariska can help you there. And um, we've got a YouTube channel going and uh, we're on a number of social media platforms as well, including uh, uh, Facebook and um, uh, Instagram. And uh, you're welcome to... um, uh, check out our stories there, and we're often posting about different uh, eye problems uh, on a weekly basis. Yes, and uh, also interesting chats with patients, which I uh, really enjoy uh, yes. watching. That's really, yeah. really cool. Thank you, Doc. Fantastic. That was uh, another very insightful yeah. Medical Monday. Thank you, as always, for your time. And then until next week. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, perfect, Jan. Have a good week. You too. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Cheers, Jan. This podcast was brought to you by eRadio. For more podcasts, check out our website on eradiosa.com or through the eRadio SA app from the Google Play Store.